Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. What up, bitch? What up, motherfucker? I forgot we were recording. Hey! It finally happened. I said to Melinda, well, I guess I should go run lines for my show. And she said, what? And I was like... She said, is that a code of yeah. some kind? I was like, I guess I should do that, right? And she, you know, why wouldn't I? And she was like, aren't you recording? And I said, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Listen, we could call this off right now. Don't let me think want. about it. Just go. Let's just go through. He's really thinking about it. He's really thinking about it. Let's do it. Oh, man. How you doing? Exhausted. Yeah. How's the show going? Uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, you know, you know that like, generally speaking, Mm -hmm. you get probably like a week, a week and a half of runs in to sort of work out the kinks or whatever. In theory, sure. Yeah. (laughs) I have rarely been in a show that didn't have at least a week of tech runs. Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't always have all the dress rehearsal, you know, you don't have all the costumes or props, but you're at least doing some sort of, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we we have not had a run of the show yet. I mean, technically, because it's split into two parts, we've done a run of each part. Okay. Well, that's that's yeah, that's pretty good at least. Because if you're, I mean, if you think about it, if you're doing one part one night and one part the other night, and you've recorded the uh, recorded Jesus, but you've um, rehearsed them separately, then it's like. When you get to the performances where you do the both of them, it's just basically like you're not really doing a full show. You're just doing two little shows. Yeah. You know, because there's, there's a like break an in between, between anyway. Yeah. So it's basically yeah. like, all right, so we're doing show A here and then we're going to yeah. do show B here. It's like here. just doing two plays at once. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're doing it in rep. That's essentially yeah, yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't when I have not had to call line during either of the runs. Which was nice. Now, is that because you know your lines or is that because you just refuse to call a line and you're like, I'm going to stand here yeah, in silence? Yeah, it's because fuck Shakespeare. Until I no, get I just this. say whatever I want. Yeah. And they're like, Andrew, do you, do you want to call a line? And you're like, no. Yeah, no, no. no. I'm, I go up there and I'm like, to be or not to, I'll take three hot dogs with my soda. And eventually you'll just get in there. You'll just find the right one. Yeah. And then my my uh, someone said someone had a great advice, which was if you forget your line, just yell to your your the, the other actor on stage with you. Yeah. Let me see the happy dance, sir. And then leave it up to them. It's their problem. Yeah, now. exactly. You got to pass that ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, all it's about, about right. reacting. I think I, there, I definitely have. I skipped around a little. I mean, nothing crazy. I skipped like right. a line here or there. Right. People were definitely cutting me off too soon yeah but we just sort of barrel through and we made it we've got one more rehearsal like our final dress where we're not allowed to call line and uh we will see how that goes it's a great show this is always you can probably account for this as well right i find that the like the less technical prowess there is on a show yeah the better the artistic vision is yeah when i'm in a show like i find that the acting is better when like actors don't know their lines like better actors there's a sweet spot to it there's like you can be so prepared for it that like you're in a comfortable spot where you're like yeah we're just cruising right into opening night well i just mean even in general like i think i find that actors who are Worse at memorizing, right? Are better at like in, like accessing their emotions. They're and just because they have story. to. Because in order, <laughs> it's because in order to remember their lines in the moment, they have to like really be present, yeah, right there. And I think it's to, also like, because they like no one would cast them if they didn't have anything. <laughs> well, there's a concentration. <laughs> it's a concentration thing. Yeah, and I've I found this like even when I'm doing tours, if I do. Like we're going into the summer now and I'm going to I'm going to literally say the same thing every single day for six days out of the week for the next three months. And by the end of those three months, I'm going to not even be listening to what I'm saying. But then what will happen? And this is when my job gets fun again, is that like I'll stop, you know, work will dry up a little bit and I won't do that tour for like like a week. And then I'll go back and that first tour back after a week of not doing it. I'm like, oh, I have to listen to what I'm saying again. Oh, yeah. Like I have to focus. I actually yeah. have to like because again, middle of July, I'm in the middle of ta- saying a thing that I've said so often that I'm like, what do I want to have for lunch today? 
wonder if they have that salad at the thing. Yeah. And, da, 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 da. and I'm not well, even for listening. acting as well. Going on autopilot. I was just talking with someone about this. They're like going on autopilot on stage is so dangerous. Right. And that's why I think actors who have, have trouble memorizing their lines, they can be that's if they're good, they can be, really turn it on and they're really fun to watch because they have to They're actually thinking about what they're saying. They're there. Yeah. Like they are really thinking about what they're saying and they're, they have to be there present fully the whole damn time. There's not a second they can check out because if they check out, they're going to have no idea where they are, you know, but there's a sweet spot. I think there's a sweet spot with the whole production where like, if you're too early, because I've done things where we hit it too early where it's like, we were doing full runs of the show, like no problem, like just sailing right into opening night. And then you get there and you're like, this is flat because it's so yeah. boring now that no one's focused because you missed it because it's a well-oiled machine. Yeah, it's so well-oiled. There's nothing the, gritty about it. Yeah. And the audience is coming in, like thinking they're going to see something like finally come together for the first time. And they're like, nah. And it's like, nah, you missed that like two weeks back in this rehearsal. <laughs> but then there's another time where it's like, it's so chaotic that it's getting put together too late and then it's just a hot mess. There's like a moment where it's like just enough where everyone, the director, the writer, the actors, the tech people, everyone has to like be in that sweet spot of like, we don't have our everything memorized just yet, but we kind of know what we're doing, but we got to all just focus and pay attention for the next two hours and nothing will fall apart. I think we might be getting to that. Yeah. I think that might be what's happening. I am so tired though. we had three all day rehearsals in a row this past weekend. Ooh, that's rough. Today's my first day off. Tomorrow we have an all day rehearsal and then the show opens on Thursday. We have performance Friday. We have performance Saturday. Yeah. And I am. I literally was struggling to stay awake on the train. Oh, yeah. yeah I know that. The way home. Yeah. It's rough. How is Chris Treble? It's balls hot today. And I. Yeah. Not here. Oh, man. No, it not is not in my house with uh, central air. You're you son of You're a bitch. You're welcome anytime. Oh, man. I I will tempted. say I knew it was hot, too, because I was like, man, it's it's getting kind of warm in here. Let me turn. I'm going to turn the AC way cold. And I set it to like 65. Right. right? And I did that around noon and it never stopped. Like it, yeah. I kept checking the current temperature and it was like 71. Yeah. No, it it's just it's so it was so fucking hot yeah. today. And like I've been out literally all day. Like, for, uh, yeah, started at I got to work at nine and I finished at 545. And I was out all day. Oh, God. I'm disgusting. So the show asked me to make some wooden props for them. Like someone's in like the stocks, you know? Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that, whatever. And they had a very like, easy. Oh, I've got one of those up in my murder room. Hold yeah, on. That's right. Up in my sex dungeon. I'll just bring it down. I'll wipe it down. So they were like, oh, it's very easy. Like we basically just want like two two by fours and they're going to like rope together or something. It's, it doesn't have to look perfect. And I was like, OK, great. So like but like I had to cut them to size. I had to sand them to make sure no one got splinters and stuff like that. So I, I did that and we had them for one day before they went missing. Great. I know. So then I had to they were I was like, don't worry, I'll just make some. It's very cheap. Like lumber is back down to a, a reasonable price. Yeah. It's a whole eight yeah, foot yeah. board was like four dollars. You're like, guys, I can remake. I've been meaning to remodel my sex dungeon anyway, <laughs> so it's fine. It's it's fine. But in order to do that, because I'm in the show and we had all of our our three days in a row. Right. I had to get up at five in the morning Fuck to make it to Home that. Depot so that I could build it in the morning before. Because like by the time I got home from one rehearsal, they were closed. Yeah. So I had to get up at five thirty in the morning to cut them, sand them, get them together, bring them to rehearsal. Right. <sighs> it's it's been a wild ride. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. It's time to pull this fucking crazy train into the station. You know what I mean? I suggested someone go on your tour. Oh really? Yeah, you might get a friend soon of mine. Nice. Which yeah. one on the on the TV movie tour? The super the I think superhero, the superhero one. Okay, all right. I haven't been on that one in a while, but we'll a see. friend of mine has a, a nine year old who is honest to god. I've met him a few times, and he gives us a run for our money yeah. when it comes to comic book stuff. I thought you were gonna be like, and honest to god, he is dumb as brick, man. <laughs> Honest to God, ugly. So oh, ugly. Man. Oh, Jesus. But no, he gives us a run for our money with really? stuff. And yeah, yeah. And his his mom is always telling us that like she was like, Man, I wanted to like we were we were in the like we were shopping for Halloween costumes for him and he said he wanted to be the flash and I saw what I thought was the flash and he was like, God mom, you're embarrassing me. That's the reverse flash. And I was like, What the fuck is that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Wait, I also want to go back. Where were they shopping that there was a reverse Flash costume? I think I'm sure it was like Spirit Halloween or something. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I love that. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. You take the the suit you already made and you just switch the paint. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, you just reverse all the colors. But I just was yeah. like, that's a deep cut for a Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Honestly, if I was that nine year old, I'd be like, yeah, give me the reverse Flash. That'll be fucking crazy. Yeah, I, know. I was thinking that too. That'll be good. Yeah. Every once in a while, we'll get I'll get a kid like that on the tour. And I'm like, where they give me a run for my money? And they're like, actually, the the thing came, it was produced in November, even though it was and released in it January. Takes me all of my power to just be like, shut up, nerd! Like, <laughs> just shut your dumb mouth. And you're like, shut all right, up. and if uh, and, if, and uh, here we're making a quick stop at the bathroom, so I'm going to take that kid in and give him a swirly. If you guys want to take your time, we'll be back here in five minutes. Yep, then uh, we'll all take take turns taking his lunch money after and we're giving done. him a wedgie. Yeah. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Hi. What did did you say? Give him a swirly. I gave a yeah, because you said give him a wedgie, right? I said give him a swirly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow, how'd that feel for you? <laughs> I, honest to God, I feel like I'm high on cocaine. That was like, wow, that was like, you know, you know when they have the, like, you go into a dive bar and they got that bronc- that bucking bronco thing on that? Yeah. That was like that. <laughs> was it was like, bit. I was like, let's see if I could toss this guy off. And you just, you were right there, man. <laughs> it was the a whole lot like, time. Uh, this could have been a commercial for whatever that gum is. Is it Take Five that's like... Every commercial is like, what's it like to try our gum? And it's like someone like diving headfirst into a, a vat of flowers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been is like it that. Skittle? I don't know what it is. But no, yes, it's a I gum. There's a it gum. Was, that was like, um, there's only, I was like, what does this sound like? And it's only going to make sense. It's only going to make sense to like parents. But like, you ever leave the monitor on to your kid's room? And that, like, but then you can hear yourself. There's like a reverb if you leave it on. Oh, and yeah. And you're talking loud enough that <laughs> yeah. it, that the monitor's picking your voice up and, and then it's broadcast. And it was, there's a, it was like that the whole time. I was like, there's this weird reverb that I'm talking. Because you were matching me like pitch for pitch, too. Yeah. Wow. And on my end, it was we were speaking at the same time. There was no reverb on my end. It's because it takes crazy. time to go to the satellite and then go to, <laughs> to the go space, to, to the space and then station go to New York City where you are. Yeah, that's that. That's that uh, Patreon money that you are all putting. In. We bought a we bought a satellite. We have an official media loan to break satellite that broadcasts just to me and Andrew. Yeah, just various things. To yeah, me I mean that's Andrew. what I've told Chris. Uh, he yes. uh, he doesn't realize. I'm going to mute him right now so he can't hear me. But he doesn't realize that I spent all that on hookers. How's that satellite doing, by the way? I owe it five hundred dollars. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. It's buried in my backyard. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get into this, Andrew. You know, since COVID, we've all been longing for to to feel like that time before COVID, you know, the time when things were simpler and just looking for those those various things to grab onto, hold onto and go, you know, this is what it was like beforehand. Remembering a time when someone could sneeze right on you and and you'd only be like pretty upset. The good old days. And every once in a while, we get one of those things to make us remember what that time was like. And this is my way of saying, Stranger Things is out. Stranger Things season four dropped on Netflix. And uh, we're going to cover this entire season because I just... No, we're going to cover half the season. Oh, no, no. We're going to cover... What, like seven ninths? Seven ninths of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I was like trying to do math in my head and I was like, no, that's the easiest one. We're going to cover seven ninths of a season. All right. Though, to be fair, these seven episodes felt like a full season. Man, these are long episodes. Yeah. We reported on the news episode last week, like the last the running times of the last two episodes because they made that seem like it was a real news story. And then all seven episodes dropped. And I was like, 
He's to the same lengths as the other two. What the hell? Yeah, sort of. None of them were as long as the last one's going to no, be. No, no, no. The last one is like two and a half hours. But, but yeah, they were all over all like an, an hour. They were like an hour 14 to an hour yeah. 32 or something. Jesus. I mean, listen, I'm not complaining. I was just like, but I saw him and I was like, I am. God damn it. I wanted to go to well, bed. That was I the fell only asleep thing. through half yeah, of them. That was the only thing is I saw. I was like, oh, fuck. I got to shotgun this until Tuesday. God damn it. Literally last night we were watching the last episodes because I was like, I'm going to record tomorrow. We have to. I have to watch this. And I was shotgunning Coca-Cola's. Yes. <laughs> like I to know. stay awake. I know. I was like, it, I was, I was watching the last episode and I think I had like 30 minutes left and it was like 1145 and I was like, I mean, I could pick this up tomorrow, but yeah, let's just do this. Let's just get this done. So we're going to go through, through it all spoilers and the, and the, and the likes and all of that good stuff. Do you want to start, though, with just a quick non-spoiler? What'd you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly what I want to start with. Um, do you want... Uh, here, I'll toss it to you first. What did, what did you... Th- so, coming off of not seeing this show and these characters for, God, what feels like... 60 years? 60 yeah. years or something. What did you think of this season? I really like it so far. There are small things about it I don't like. It does mostly a great job... With the 80s trope stuff, as the la- the previous seasons have done. Yes. There are some 80s tropes that I have always hated that are in this that I still hate. Right. But also, it's one of those things where it's like, if you're doing an 80s trope show, which is this kind of is. I guess. Yeah. I just, I, to, I think, because here's the thing, right? Is that like, we've talked about this. We talked about this in our Doctor Strange 2 review. Right. That Morbius was doing a lot of like, it was very obvious they were trying to make an homage to bad horror movies but when you make an homage to bad horror movies what you make is a bad horror movie and i felt a lot of that in doctor strange in the multiverse of madness as well there's a lot of like oh yeah yeah i know what you're saying old feeling stuff that i just was like there's a reason we don't do this anymore and it's cringy to me there are embarrassing moments that make me feel very like almost like it feels shameful to watch at points that are are just like hard to digest and maybe that's the point but they also they're so far in that direction that it does kind of make them unbelievable at times, in my opinion. But the majority of this show, yeah, I think is comprised of some of the best sequences, the best acting, the best cinematography, CGI, just about everything that goes into these shows that we have seen in a Stranger Things season so far. Yeah, I agree. I really liked this season and I liked it. I mean, listen, I haven't really not liked any of the seasons i know that i I think season three you weren't yes i i big on no i thought it was mostly bad it had redeeming qualities but not great but this one i think whether you like season three or not this one i if you like season three You'll really like this season because it's, it's if you it, like any of Stranger Things. Yeah, you'll like this, but it continues on. If you didn't like season three, this is very much to me. It felt like close to a back to basics, like a, a, a reset of what made this show really great in the first season. This feels like the Duffer Brothers t- like took a reevaluation of what people liked and disliked about the last three yes. and really took note and improved yes, it and really went down and just pared it down for even as big as it's gotten, whereas like we have three running storylines at all time, really four running storylines at all time. Yeah. All four of them are pretty simple. Like they're pretty pared down to the basics. And so it, it keeps that engine and momentum running because it's never like getting so big and, and bloated that it gets out of hand. But this one, I think what I really like is that, you know, I think season one, I mean, listen, all four of these are like an homage to the Amblin, like Spielberg era of the 80s, like your Goonies, your E.T., your that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But really, season one and two is very strongly that. And I think season three, what people didn't like about it, and what I kind of enjoyed about it is that it just kind of took, to, in my view, like an homage to other 80s movies like uh, Red Dawn or something like that. I was thinking like like the Warriors. Yeah, Warriors where just it's bigger and that's for me I think why I was okay with it because it just got it was like okay this is a different type of movie that they're homaging and so it runs by different tropes and different rules and I was like okay that's fine but this and one of the reasons it feels more akin to season one and two this is now getting into really like 
the nightmare on Elm Street, the horror, you know, a very deep yeah. horror cuts, Hellraiser, things like that of the 80s. So if you like 80s horror movies, even more than like your poltergeist or your Goonies or something like that, like if you like Kruger, Jason, you know, uh, again, Pinhead, all those stuff. You are going to this season, you're going to love Halloween because it is very heavily that I mean, very specifically and obviously there. I mean, they make no bones about it. This is like a Nightmare on Elm Street love letter, basically. What I would say this does better than the previous seasons in that or at least better than the last season and better than something like, say, Morbius, Mm -hmm. is I think it does a great job of taking the things that were good about those movies and using those, just picking those tropes, these tropes that we all loved about these films and removing all the fat. Like, you know, there's stuff like, um, I think, again, I, I brought up in our Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness review about, like, this never happens in that movie or, or any of these things we're talking about. But, like, you know, someone right. fumbling their keys onto the ground and they can't, oh, yeah, they can't yeah, get yeah, it yeah. to work or whatever. There's... There are moments sort of similar to that. Like, there's definitely a moment yeah. in this. This isn't really a spoiler, but there's a moment in this show that is a bit like the, come on, car, start, you know? But even that is like, that's not something the characters can control. It is something that right. could feasibly happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, so in that way, like, I, I do like that. They also don't, when they have them, they don't milk them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. the car not starting thing. It did it. And I was like, ah, this is this trope. But then they like they did it twice. And then the car started. And I was like, OK, cool. Like, oh, we kept I wasn't even going. talking about that. OK. I was talking about a different moment that doesn't involve a car. I was just oh, using that okay. as an analogy. Right, 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 right. There are moments as well in this that feel a bit like, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves in a story is when something can be solved with a post-it. Yeah. And there are a couple of those here and there, but a lot of them, and I wonder how much of it is the acting or maybe the actors ad-libbing or something, because a lot of the dialogue feels very different Mm -hmm. from storyline to storyline, because like you said, there are four sort of different stories happening at the same time. Right. But some of them are very genuine and very honest and real. The stuff with Finn Wolfhard is very good. Uh, him, him and um, Eleven, him and Millie Bobby Brown. It's very emotional yeah. and genuine. And, uh, I, you know, you brought it up that there are four storylines. Kudos to them for making that work, because historically, three is where you draw the line. Like we, um, you know, I think the first time I ever heard this analogy, it had to do with superhero films. And uh, yeah, there was yeah, like, yeah. you know, the first Batman movie, one villain. The second Batman movie, two villains. Third Batman movie, tanked, three villains. It gets too big. Right. And that same thing happened with Spider-Man. You know, by Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man 2 has two villains. Right. But by the time you get to Spider-Man 3, you've got Venom, the new Goblin, and the Sandman. And it's just, it's no good. You can't do it. And the same thing happened with Star Wars. That, like, you know, A New Hope has one storyline, Emperor Strikes Back has two, Return of the Jedi has three, and The Phantom Menace has four. Yeah. So, uh, traditionally, that has been where people, where where creators sort of lose it. It goes off the rails and they can't control it. They can't make something good out of it. But kudos to the Duffer Brothers and Sean Levy? Yes. Is that the Sean Levy? Yeah, he's been involved the whole time. He actually, oh, every season, he has directed episodes three and four. I don't know what that is, but he has always directed episodes three and four. That's interesting. In every single season. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I saw his name pop up and I, I loved whenever so he's like he a was producer directed. or something, right? He's a producer on the show. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the executive producer on the show. To me, his episodes stand out directing wise because I think he gets the 80s look the best of all of them. Like whenever his episodes come. I'm like, oh, this is like really watching an old, again, an old like Spielberg movie or something like an old 80s movie that you happen to find somewhere. You're like, I've never seen this one before. Like just every shot, just every, you know, sound the way that it's it's laid out. I'm like, everything feels like genuine. Like, oh, I get you get the the genre that you're playing in right here. A little reminiscent as well of uh, of. um Maniac of New York. Yeah, it does. But that's because that is also an homage to those to old those sort of 80s movies. horror yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get into spoilers? Yeah, let's get into spoilers because I'm trying to. I'm kind of struggling not to at this point. Yeah. So spoilers ahead. Yes. So basically, the inte- this. So here's what happens. The uh, whole thing picks up. We're in high school now, and um, now we have a big bad in Venka. Is it Venka? 
Fresca? Vecna. Vecna. Thank you. I was like, I'm going to screw that up. Venkman. Venkman. That would have been great. <laughs> Vecna. Yeah. So we have we have a Vecna who is our, our big bad who is just killing kids. Just laying them out. Yeah, I was going to say, this goes straight into our God reading assignment as well. Damn one, oh, it does. Oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> God damn. And, and some of the most gruesome things I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, this uh, this whole season is horrifying. It is. It's really, the it's way unsettling. that those people die. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is real. This came, like, someone, one of the writers or designers or somebody who worked on the show was just like, living their best life and then one day they went to bed and they had the most horrible nightmare and woke up and said oh that's what we can do yeah that that first episode where the cheerleader dies i was like oh she's gonna oh oh god oh no why is she bending like that that is oh the oh god and then she just slumps yeah and you're like i never want to see that again and then they do it like three or four more times god damn it's ugh, oh god but he is terrorizing kids again this is so much a nightmare on elm street it is unbelievable oh and also one we haven't mentioned vecna feeds off his victims fears like pennywise from it yes he does that's a good one that is a good reference yes i was thinking that too this is like a very pennywise it's really like Pennywise and Kruger kind of yeah. mashed together. Yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of Kruger, we get the OG Krug himself. Robert Ungland there. Yeah. Ang- yeah. England? England. I think it's Ungland. It's England. England? England. Because England. It's, the U is in the middle of his name. Yes. It's, it's like England, but there's a U instead of an A. I've always heard it pronounced Ungland. You've okay. heard it wrong. Okay. You don't know words, Chris. That is true. We have established I don't know words. I know words. I have words. I have the best words. You have all the best words. Can I have some of those best words? Uh, Can I I borrow them? No. They're in the shop. Are they getting fixed? (laughs) Wait a minute. What do you you mean by getting fixed? You know what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't want to reproduce any words so that you can have any. Ah, come on. So, yeah. So, uh, Vecna. 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 Damn it. Good God. Because we were just doing the England England thing, and now I can't. Vankman. Oh, boy. Smith. David Spade. Vecna. 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 Is going around killing kids, and then our Stranger Things kids they gotta they gotta figure out like what why what's going on what's happening. Well, and one of the Stranger Things kids may be next. Oh man! Right, actually, two of the Stranger Things kids Things kids may be next. Yeah, Max. I thought she was gonna die. Yeah, I me fully, too. I was like, this is it. Yeah. And honestly, not that I want them to kill some people, but uh, I want gotta, them to kill. They kind of gotta kill some people. Yeah, it's getting to that point. I was watching this cast balloon out, and I was like, because now we're adding Eddie, this punk rocker guy. He's gonna die. Like, he's absolutely he's gonna die. die right? Yeah. Yeah. Like we gotta. He's get gonna him. sacrifice himself because yeah. he he even has that little speech near the end that's like. You know, I'm not a brave person. So, but what was I going to do? Just stay on the boat, boat and yeah, everyone yeah. was going to get so me. He's going to sacrifice gonna die. himself. Yeah. In fact, in the trailer, this may be a spoiler. So skip ahead 30 seconds because it's in the trailer. But he's you know, like playing guitar or something, right? right? Which leads me to believe that he is probably leading villains to him while they are trying to do something else. Good point. Because of music and yeah. yada yada yada. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um the Max thing. I. Listen, it was an amazing sequence. I kind of wanted her to die in that just because not that the stakes weren't real enough for these people. I mean, they're watching like classmates die around them. But I feel like it just it did. It could have used a sacrifice on that level to really like drive something forward. I thought that would have been interesting. Not that I think the season lacks because they didn't do it, but it could have been an interesting turn is take one of our characters. Yeah. And she was a main character in last season, but it's not like they were going to kill like Lucas or something like that. Not one of their right. originals. Well, and the more this goes on, the more it feels like, remember when you and I went to see civil war and we loved it, but not the civil war, Marvel civil war. We weren't like, yeah, <laughs> we sat, we sat yeah, at the front after lines I beat the of shit out of Abraham and we're like, Lincoln. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! 
Yeah. There we go. Uh, so we went to see Civil War, but our biggest complaint was nobody died. Yes. Because that was a big thing in the comics, is that during Civil War, a bunch of people, there's a turning point where someone actually dies in that story, and it changes everything. Yeah, and it makes it real. Yes. It makes it finally, like, there are stakes to what is happening. And I feel like that's something that, like, the more these kids fuck around, eventually they got to find out. Yeah, somebody, eventually, if this is a if this is a show that is essentially about growing up, they got to grow up at some point. And like, yeah. that's part of this. So I feel like at the end of the season, somebody's going to die. I feel like I feel it's like definitely at least Eddie's going to die. Well, and the other thing, too, right, is that like I suspect some actors are getting ready to go on to bigger things. Yes. Well, they have only one more season left. Right. So that's the other thing is that. But we don't know. We haven't seen the trailer for that. No. We don't know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Eleven is not in it. I wouldn't be surprised if. Yeah. Mike Finn Wolfhard is not in it. I would not be surprised if David Harbour is not in it. I think I think they're going to try and keep. I think they're going to try to keep all of them. I think they will do anything. I think what they'll do is they will. Those guys, especially they put a premium on like those guys got to stick around for season five. But we could lose Max. We could lose. uh, What's her name? The sister. The one who at the very end is in in with Vecna. That's his sister. That's his sister. That's another thing, man. I was like, it's, you're losing track of. Who oh yeah. Are. Well, and even like when Paul Reiser showed up, I was like, oh man, I didn't know he was in this. And then <laughs> Eleven's like, oh man, I trust you. I missed you or whatever. And I was like, have we? I he was Who's? in. He was in season two and three but only like smaller parts but i could not remember what he did yeah i had no idea i did not even remember that he was in i it. will say this and this is another thing that i really liked is that uh i mean i watched the recap but honestly other than the paul riser thing most of this i was like i kind of can pick this up well and even the paul riser thing it's like yeah she- i kind of was like all right okay so you trust him so okay right that's on. all that's the i couldn't remember part. what you, he did but i was like all right well she says he's the cool, important so he's part cool. is that she thinks he's trustworthy and they get that out of the way right at the beginning right and that's what i mean like you couldn't jump into this season without watching the other three yeah. but having come back that was a big obstacle and i know that was a big concern for a lot of people of like you know we haven't seen these people in like yeah four years you know after seeing them really once a year we haven't seen them in like four years like am i going to be able to jump back in and i was like yeah this is actually really easy like it totally makes sense i think they handled the the change of the characters really well as far as like going to high school and like yeah that whole thing i, I really enjoy they don't look that different they don't look that different will is that his name looks yeah. very different he's huge yeah yeah he's like like he's he was he's now eight feet tall i believe yeah. <laughs> it's crazy and he's basically the size of an oak tree. Yeah. Lucas is also a little different, too. I mean, maybe it's the haircut. But I think also, so. That's yeah, I was thinking. But that. again, they use that to their advantage. Yes. Like, OK, so he's he's changed. And now he's yes. a basketball star and everything. Right. So I was like, I got it. Cool. He's this, hanging out this, with the athletes. He's hanging out with the athletes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think they could kill. Uh, what's his name? Steve. Guy that's like Ben Schwartz, but isn't Ben Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, right, is I, I get the feeling that the only groups of, and I could be wrong, but I would like to say that I th- I feel like the only groups of people that might not be back are people in the group of getting very famous. Yes. Or nobody gives a oh, shit. Oh, I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I'm thinking. If and they, Steve isn't in either of those. No, but I think that. Oh, I just put together. He's in Free Guy, which is directed by Sean Levy. Sorry, that was a, just a, a off the is top he? of it. He is. He's. Um, Wait, you haven't oh. seen the movie. Wait, yeah, have you I, seen I it? I have. Yeah, he's, he's, the, the, he's the hacker he's coder the programmer guy, guy. Yeah, with the girlfriend yeah. or whatever. I just put together. That's Sean Levy. Yeah, that just that just happened. All that makes sense. Like in there, it's like what you used to do for me when you actually made plays. You didn't make them when you directed them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I would actually, when I'd be like, you know what we need in this? Andrew Dunn. Yes. Be, <laughs> you know, we, yeah. yeah that, wait a minute. Does this play happen to need? Uh, wait, can I do that part? No, I can't because I'm directing. Okay. Get Andrew for that. Okay. Part. Yeah. Can, does this play need a, a, a living, breathing human? I guess we have no choice. Andrew Dunn. Bring in Andrew Dunn. I need someone who can just, they don't have to do much. I just need a. Just a, like a, I need like a meat sack with eyes. Do we have anyone? <laughs> I need someone that? who will bring no artistic creativity to this, who I can just. I need someone who every day will not argue with me. <laughs> not one single 
goddamn time. I will never. I need someone who, when I tell them something, will never go. Well, what I think is, I will. I I need someone with no opinions. Yeah. And no artistic ability. That's on my resume. Ah, amazing. That's why you're working so well. What are we what are we talking about? I don't even remember anymore. You know, one of the things the show does really well is they bring in actors who resemble 80s actors. Yes. So like Jonathan looks a lot like Christian Slater, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We we talked about this a little bit. There were a couple others too that I don't really remember super well in like the previous seasons. Maybe they died. Like the characters are gone or something. But, you know, I, I remember there were a few that I was like, oh, this person is clearly a reference to this other. Ca- oh, oh, um, Nancy, I believe, is a Molly Ringwald. She is very Molly you know? Ringwald-esque. Yeah. Every agent on this show looks like every agent I've ever seen in an 80s movie. I don't yeah. know how they do that, but like every single one of them to like it, it's crazy yeah. like it's crazy good yeah. where i'm like it looks like they're deep faking from like die hard <laughs> it really does <laughs> yeah. uh, like every time i see something like and i don't know why i mean they do this thing where it's like they and agents will get out of a car and it'll be like i i hate i'm not to make this a race thing, but it'll be like three white guys and like one random black agent and i'm like <laughs> I don't know how they yeah. did that, but like that yeah, looks yeah, like, yeah. like every 80s movie I've ever seen where it's like they did that. And I'm like, that guy, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's in a, every 80s movie. It can't be because he's like 30 years old, but I'm like crazy. Like it's just they, the specificity to detail of like, no, that's what 80s did. Like it would have like three white guys and one black guy get out. And that's that's the whole thing. That's the imagery. And it was like, God damn, that's a lot of that's detail work. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. Also, though, um, Eddie, I think, is uh, Polly Shore. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Um, or maybe even a, like a Brendan Fraser. Like He's, one of those, you know, yeah. they, they were all in sort of the same group in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, also I cannot look at, I don't remember the kid's name, but the kid who's like the leader of the athletes. Yes. Who's like really trying yes. to kill Eddie. Tom Cruise. That's who it is. You're yeah, right. He looks just like ah, him. I was trying to place it because I was like, he looks and sounds like someone. And also, I feel like Yuri is like Peter Stormier. Yeah. Yeah. The, yep, the yep, Russian yep. dude with the plane 100%. is Peter Stormier. And uh, uh, Robert England is uh, he. They cast him because he looks like Robert England. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, Winona Ryder looks like Winona Ryder. Right. Matt Modine looks like Matt Modine and Paul Reiser because he looks like Paul, Paul Reiser. Reiser. Because he looks like a potato. So <laughs> I, I, I will say the one thing I was disappointed that there wasn't more Robert England because only because like there might be there. I mean, there might be. We don't know the last two, the last two episodes, but just because he is the the OG Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And, and they kind of build this as like, oh, he's going to be in it. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. But he's, he's only in one, like one scene. But there are, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some big Easter eggs just towards that franchise alone. I mean, just the whole, the 11 storyline that is taking place in a boiler room. Yeah. In a dream. Yeah. And very obvious. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those, those Vecna sequences are just like straight out well, of. Well, they even reference Freddy Krueger at one point in the do. show. There's and a cardboard cutout of him in the background oh yeah, in, the, in, the in the video videos, store. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. even Dustin is like, oh, Freddy Krueger, he's Kruger, got like a messed up yeah. face, knives for hands, kills you in your dreams. Yeah. It's a whole, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really just. But they also think, reference Michael Myers. Yes. Uh, There's a couple others. other, because I, I have you ever seen any of the Freddy movies? Have you ever seen ever, any of the Nightmare on Elm Street yeah, movies? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm trying to, I used to really like, I, I, I had like the box set for a while and I like, have seen all of them. And I was like, there were a couple more that I, they kind of went really quick where I was like, oh, that's a specific thing. That's a moment. If you had a podcast, I'd say you should like keep a notebook when you. I know, I know. As I was watching, I was like, I should keep a notebook. But every time I was watching this, I was like, it was like you, it was like 1130 and I'm like, I'm too fucking tired for yeah. this shit. And also when I do it, I'll be like, I should write that down and then I'll be like, I'll remember it. I'll re- I know. I was doing that too. I was like, <laughs> I'll remember one or two of these. Yeah. And now I don't remember any of them. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, it's God damn. This was such a good season. Yeah. I really. I'm even hesitant to spoil the ending. Because there are some twists at the end that are pretty cool. We don't have to. Do you want to not spoil the ending since we have two more episodes? I would rather not because I don't really have anything to say about it other than it was really cool. It was really cool. I spoiled it for myself last night 20 minutes before the end of the episode because I went on. I wanted to see who was playing Enzo. And so I went on IMDb and I was flipping through the 
actors and somebody and that and the guy came and then the guy came up who was yes Vecna yeah I know and I was like oh god damn yeah <laughs> but luckily again it was I had like thirty minutes left in the yeah. episode so I was about to figure it out anyway yeah but, but it's still like, that okay, sucks because right, yeah cool. I was very much like oh that's cool yeah 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 there were I was kind of had figured it I had to figure out all the pieces because there's yeah. three I'm all, I'm gonna try and say this as non but there's three pieces that go into that. Yes. And I had figured out like piece one and two and piece two and three, but had not figured out that all three of them go together. Yeah. So, yeah, I that I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty ingenious. Also, hats off to one of the most brutal. Actually, I'll, I'll just say the most brutal Demogorgon scene that we've gotten so far. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nightmare. Yeah. And that gulag, that was kind of crazy. So anyway, if you haven't seen the show, watch it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's yeah, it's fantastic. I feel like I don't even know if any of this made sense. We just ranted for like 40 minutes, but it's. <laughs> It's really fantastic. I, it's a good season. I'm excited to see how it wraps season. up. I'm really excited for it. God, I kind of want to watch it again, but it's also horrifying. Yeah. They bend, Andrew. They bend in such ways. I would argue that they don't bend. They snap. Oh, God. Ah, I can see it right now. Yeah. Ah, The man. mouth, the jaw. Oh, ah, that's the worst part. Yeah. That's the worst and then it looks like they just crumple flat. Do you notice that? I know. Anyway. We don't talk about this enough. Hats off to the sound department. Yeah. Because Jesus. Oh, my God. It's, that's like half of it geez. is how unsettling the sounds are. Yeah. Snapping of those bones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. God, this is such a good season. All right. You going to move on to the reading assignment? Yeah, let's move on to the reading assignment because it's pretty much still talking about this thing. So you gave me... I need to make sure I'm going to read this. Just make sure I, I don't screw up the wording on this title. But I believe I, I think I got it off book. Ready? Something's killing the children. Yeah. Something is killing the children. Hold on a second. Wait, I don't feel like I gave it enough justice. You gave me something is killing the children, <laughs> which is, I believe, how you're supposed to say it. Yeah. By James Tinney in the fourth. And uh, who's uh, just got done doing a great run on Batman. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. This. So uh, I read the first volume to answer your question of if I like this or not. I'm in the middle of the second volume already. Yeah, I just barreled right through it. I was like, this guy did the same thing. I've been waiting to to assign this to you for a long time. Things keep coming up like Moon Knight or Doctor Strange. Can I just say this was. I think of all the times we've done a reading assignment, the perfect timing between subject and and reading assignment episode that we have ever done. Yeah. Like I started reading this in the middle of watching Stranger Things and I was like, I know. Son of a bitch, I'm just reading Stranger Things. Son of a bitch. As soon as kids started dying in Stranger Things, I was like. Is, What's what? up? Is, Hang this on. Is just, yeah. So the first volume, which is the one that I that that you gave me to read, is basically issues one through five. It's I think it's up to like nineteen or twenty now, and there is a second trade paperback with the second volume, which I'm going to assume is six through ten or eleven. There's a third as well. There is a third. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the middle of the third, and there's also a spinoff that just released their first volume called The House of Slaughter. Okay. So something is killing the children. Sorry, let me try it again. Something is killing the children. Why does it have to be read by Jerry Seinfeld every time? It just, it just it's how it reads. They, something they, they, is killing the children. They told me, I was told that that's how it's supposed What's to be. What's the pre- deal with these things killing the children? So basically, if you've watched Stranger Things, it's basically that. But a little more gruesome? Yeah, a little more gruesome. And different small, characters. There's a small town and... Um, Something's killing all the children. And then some Something uh, is killing the children. And then a woman rolls in and they're like and she's like, Hey, uh, I hear that something is killing the children. Something's killing yeah. killing the children. And they're like, Yeah, something's killing the children. And she's like, Guess what? I know what's killing the children. And they're like, Who the fuck are you? And she's like, Don't worry about it. And then all of a sudden, Something is killing something that's killing the children. Yeah. And then when someone comes to hunt her, something's killing something that's killing something that's killing the children. The only thing I didn't like about this is that I think they could have slowed this down a little bit. Oh, really? I was so in this that we got to, I think it's the end of the first issue, and they 
reveal exactly what is killing. Not exactly, but they reveal essentially what is killing the children. And I was like, I would have read this entire first volume, the first five issues, not answering that question. Unfortunately, I think in order to get funding for your comic, you have to make the first one. True. Because this is through Boom Studios. So it's basically yeah. a pilot. Yeah. Right. So you do kind of have to show what's killing the children. Uh, yeah. If this was a DC or Marvel, they would have been like, yeah, take like, just do whatever. But DC, especially. Yeah, yeah. But boom. This was a Batman comic. You wouldn't have found out until the last issue. Probably. Yeah, exactly. But I was. But and I mean that really as a compliment, because I was so in this. I was like, I w- I want this to take its time. Take it nice and slow. Like, don't. I don't want the answer to something is killing the children until like the very end. I would have loved to have not even seen what it was. I mean, there's still mysteries on mysteries on mysteries to unfold with this. I Like I said, the first volume, I loved it. It's a wow. It's a quick read. You can just zip right through this. Yeah. Um, the second volume, too, because I think I'm halfway through it. I started it today. Yeah. I love a good quick read. It is a good quick read, but it is it is one of those things where it's like it's great. It's a it's a great mystery, even though they tell you the answers. They don't tell you the entirety of the answer, uh, which is really good. And also, frankly, most of the story, the most of the. The reason you're reading is to find out how they fix this problem. Right. Yeah. Once it, and that's the other thing is like as much as I was like, ah, I didn't want to know this soon, even though I know I'm like, well, how do you fix this? Like, what's the and deal? also what are and these things? Happened, there's a, yes, there's, there's a little there's a little. And that's what that. I mean. There's like mystery on mystery. So even though you get one answer, there's still another question of like. I'm still pretty close to the beginning of the third volume and they have sort of touched on what these things are and where they come from and where they come from. But it's still taking some time to like answer those deeper, deeper questions, which is good. The only thing that worries me about going like getting deeper into the series is like, does it become so overcomplicated in its own mythos that, you know, it just kind of folds in the on same itself. concern. You know what I mean? Like there are a lot of moving pieces. It's yeah. Seems. Yeah. Like paper girls, like we love paper girls, but there are, it does become so complicated at certain points. I still haven't finished it yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But it does. It becomes so complicated at certain points that you kind of lose track of it. I remember paper yeah. girls does wrap itself up very well, but in the midst of it for a while, you're like, the hell is this? And yeah. there's so many things going on. And that's the only my only fear for this going in farther into it. But as far as starting something new and finding something new, if you like Stranger Things, my God, you're going to love this. Like this also has that feeling of just there's a mystery in a small town and somebody has to roll in and fix it. And you don't quite know if she's. Not that she's not up for the job, but what her deal is. And she's on the outskirts and there's, you know, the kid that was part of the whole initial thing. And he's going to be a part, you know, he wants to be a part of the whole thing as well. There are a lot of people who mean well who are getting in the way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's a lot more violent than Stranger Things. Even I would say even more than this past season of Stranger Things, which is also pretty violent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. This also... I don't know why this had some smacks of sweet tooth to it to me, but it did. Oh, sure. But it had some of those feelings. Because it's a grown up leading a kid through a horrible deathscape. Yeah. (laughs) Through a nightmare. Yeah. And it kind of just gets and also a little bit of why the last man, just because you have that like the feeling that the town, even though this is not post apocalyptic in any sort of way. Right. But the feeling it's 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 like mid apocalyptic. Yeah. The emptiness (laughs) of the town because of this horrible tragedy. Yeah. You know, it does. I think the the it's a quick read because there's not a lot of dialogue to it, and it's not there's not a lot of dialogue because people don't want to talk about it. Because you get the you, it is drenched in this feeling of like this is reeked over this this small town, and that's all anyone's focused on now. And so nobody wants to talk a whole lot because they don't want to talk about this thing, you know, the fact that all these kids are dying because that's the only subject worth talking about. And I'm glad you made it to this point because this is a good transition for me to talk about something that I've been thinking while reading this story and while watching Stranger Things, oh, no. which is that both of these could be an allegory for school shootings that have been happening as of late. Yes. In fact, Stranger Things had uh, 
the first uh, on the first episode there was a little disclaimer oh i didn't see it uh, it was really really brief but it was, was like sleeping it was more of a I mean, it was a, you know, this is a horrible thing that happened in Texas, but also like, hey, just FYI, we filmed this like two years ago. Yeah. So like, (laughs) you know, sorry. Try to rewind your brains. But also, fun fact, on average, the U.S. has 10 mass shootings a week. So yeah, Yeah. doesn't matter when you make it. It's not even a roll of the dice. It was going to time out terrible no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. But that's something that I've been thinking of, too, that like small towns yep you know and it's like no one wants Absolutely. to talk about it. it it reminds it's very reminiscent you brought up no one wants to talk about it very reminiscent of um well now is not the time yeah now is not the time to get political right right, right that's right. what you always hear and they're, they're like we have to wait until there isn't a mass shooting and then we can talk about it but there's literally one like every yeah, 20 all hours the time. Yeah. yeah 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 right yeah it does it it is this is definitely in light of that i don't want to say like a good story to read because of the time that we're in right now, it's a poignant story to read yeah. because of the time right now. Well, it's important to keep in mind as well that like, you know, while rereading some of this, this book in particular, I kept thinking like, man, wouldn't it be nice if this is what was killing the children? Right. Like, right. Instead of just us. Yeah. If it was this simple, that yeah. it was something else that if we there could, was like, a clear good versus evil. evil type and of if we could all band together to stop what's happening in the same way that uh, you haven't gotten there yet, I don't think. But eventually the town does sort of realize, hey, we need to do something about this. Right. And we exactly. are not there yet. <laughs> nope. 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 Yeah, so overall, like I said, I highly recommend this. Don't just get into the first volume. Just get into the series in general. Yeah. Because this might be my new... I don't want to say my new saga, because saga oh, yeah. is always my Still saga. Still going, yeah. But it's, one, it's the non-superhero thing that I yeah. want to keep reading. And be prepared, because it's... Uh, it's my new it's, maniac of New York, is what I'll, I'll uh, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And be prepared, because it's, it's very quick, and there isn't much of it. Well, I mean, I've been described the same way. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. If, it's, if you liked Maniac for New York, which we read a couple of months ago... Maniac for New York, like he's running for mayor. Yes, Maniac for New York. That's the third series he runs for mayor. Uh, and then it just takes a weird tone because it just takes a weird shift into an uh, into so like an I got 80s that sitcom. artist's autograph yeah. on a comic. Uh, cool. But if you like that, if you make like Maniac of New York, you'll like this too. I would I say this is even, it, it, this is more in that direction. Yes. I would say this is a better comic. Yeah. Maniac oh, I, of, of New York I is agree, very good. But I but. think like if you like that tone that this, yeah, that yeah, that yeah. this has. is sort of a better yep. attempt at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For I sure. Would say. Yeah. I. What did I, I do you want to you ready for your reading assignment? I mean, probably not, but, you know, okay. lay it on me. Have you? OK, something is killing the children. Volume two. <laughs> well, actually, kind of. So in the fear of being redundant. No. Have you ever seen the movie Super 8? No. You know what? If you can find it. I, for some reason, I heard Super 8 and I still have not seen Super okay. 8. I thought you like the movie I was thinking of when you said that was super bad. Oh, yeah. yeah so when you were like that. at the risk of being redundant. No. Have you ever seen that uh, that hysterical Judd Apatow film where all the children are murdered by an, a horrible monster? Yeah. yeah, you know the one. <laughs> I was like, what? Since we've been talking about Stranger Things and we're talking about something is killing the children to kind of leave it off one more one more kind of amblin homage type of thing. Yeah. Uh, if you could dig up Super 8. Watch the movie Super 8. I'd like to, I, I'm, I'm curious now, coming off of Stranger Things, what do you think of this? What do you think of this movie? Um, this is, a, it's the J.J. Abrams You know, movie. I always want you to assign movies to me because it's always quicker. And now that I'm actually like on the train every single day for an hour and a half because I have rehearsal. And you can't watch a movie. Now you assign yeah, a movie. I I, not that I can't, but right. like I, I actually have the time to read. Right, right, right. And I don't give you something to read. Yeah. Oh, it's also, great. I want you to read the novel Ulysses by James Joyce as well. I've already read it, motherfucker. Oh, oh I've read Ulysses. Yeah, let's do it. What's your I'm favorite so part? Let's let's do it right now. We can do that reading assignment. What's your favorite part? I like the part where Ulysses drinks. His own pee. Well, listen, I know James Joyce was Irish, and I know that the guy's name is Ulysses. I did put two and two together and was like, probably at some point this guy has a glass of whiskey in this giant novel. <laughs> so you're ready to give your presentation, yep. basically. Yeah, well, I've read Infinite Jest. I don't know what that is. Well, I haven't read it, so it doesn't matter. It's an intelligible book that 
or an unintelligible book <laughs> or one of the two. Listen, Venka. David Harbor Foster, whatever the fuck his name is. Would not, I don't know. I don't remember. No, David Foster Wallace. That's his name. That's the guy who wrote Infinite Jest. Did you say David Harbor? Yes, I did. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. Andrew, don't you understand? Something is killing the children. I don't know where that one went. That went, That got weird. I'm tired. <laughs> Me too, man. I'm so sleepy. You want to go to sleep? <sighs> hey, Andrew. Oh, my God. Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? You gotta wake up. Oh, did you kill that mouse yet? I think it's dead. But we did not kill it. Who did? Something is killing the mice. Something is killing the mice. It's the same exact thing, yeah. panel for panel, but with mice. I like to think that it's like the graphic novelization of the movie Mouse Trap, Mouse Hunt. What's that movie with Nathan Lane? Mouse Trap. Yeah, I got them mixed up because there is a... No. Sure it's not Mouse Wait, Hunt because Mouse... You, it might be Mouse Hunt. Mouse Trap is a famous film. No, Mouse I Trap that's is about, a famous game. It is Mouse Hunt. You're right. It's Mouse Hunt. Is there a movie called Mouse Trap? I mean, there's got to be. Law of Averages, right? It's not coming up. Mouse Traps. Oh, no, that's in Mouse Hunt. <laughs> Wait, what's this? We should make a movie called Mouse Trap. It seems like an easy... It seems like a gimme. Could have... I don't know. I mean, there's a couple movies called Mousetrap, but not not like a major movie. This looks like some sort of independent movie. No, it's a documentary. Never mind. I have no idea what this is. I'm not even sure what I'm looking at right now. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where, for the love of God, can they find us? They can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Audible, Amazon, some (laughs) other places. Amazon? They can just buy us? Oh, Amazon Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon okay. Music. We're on Amazon. You can also buy us. Listen, man, I'm not I'm not expensive. Oh, man. I'm a cheap date. Yeah. You can also listen every week on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. Honestly, you can listen as much as you want. It doesn't even have to be once a week. You can you can go visit our backlog. You can listen to whatever this is and then go back and listen to it again. Yeah. Fuck it. Just just put it on repeat. Fuck it. I like when we give our all to the episode, don't you? <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook. Uh, should I? I should just stop saying that one. I should take that I, out. I mean, we could. Neither yeah, of I us mean, are on well, Facebook. What's it matter? I no, mean, we're on Facebook, no. but we're not on Facebook. No, no, no. You can also find us on Instagram. We're on YouTube.com slash Media Lunch Break. We're on TikTok. Yeah, we are. Our handle is at The Media Lunch Break. Have you made any videos lately? I haven't lately. I haven't. I know. I had that thought the other day. I was like, oh, I was going to go so good. What do I even pay you for? You know what you pay me for. The satellite sex? Yep. Great. You can also find us on patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If you would like to give us money so that I can pay Chris for the sex satellite that I use. I don't. This is a weird subplot. You're the one who's keeping this going. I was ready to leave it behind at the That's beginning That's what the, the satellite told me. You can also find us, you can send us an email at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing yes. on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, or anywhere else that does that. I don't know where else does it. You could write it on a wall. Yelp. Somewhere. Yelp Do you think us? we're on Yelp? You could Yelp us. Can I put us on Yelp? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you what. Just go to whatever restaurant you eat at the most and just give us a Yelp review on that. Give them a Yelp review give about us. Give them a Yelp us. review, but, but in the description, just give it to us. So be like, <laughs> McDonald's, one star. They wouldn't stop talking about fucking a satellite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, great. Exactly. Thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. For being super awesome. For being super bad. For being super eight. And that's all I have to say about that. As always, you know, Andrew mentioned leaving a rating and review. You can leave it right in app. It really does help. How does it help, you ask? I don't know, man. I don't make that's this That's a stuff. question for the nerds. Yeah, you nerds, that nine-year-old nerd that we all just <laughs> swirly. But if you leave us a five-star review, let me tell you something, folks. If you leave a five-star review or five-star rating, you can leave whatever you want in the review. It doesn't even have to be good or complimentary or intelligible or unintelligible, whichever version of that word is correct. Just... Leave a five-star review and put whatever you want. This week, you leave a five-star review, just leave a review of whatever restaurant you're eating at the most. It's an even exchange for the Yelp thing I said before. You know, leave our review on the Yelp, leave their review on our thing. (laughs) Totally fine. 
That's fine. You want to leave a five-star review for us in our app, but then say which place has the best pad thai? Go crazy. You know? I want to know about spring rolls just as much as the next guy. Anyway. Not as much as I do. Oh, I want some spring rolls. Have you ever had a good summer roll? Yes, of course. Oh, my God. Well, I know I'd never heard of summer rolls until like maybe three or four years ago. Oh, no. Oh, no. Buddy. Especially in this weather. I know. That's what I'm fucking saying. Jesus Christ. I halfway through one of my 90 degree outdoor rehearsals, I went to a sandwich place and they had salads and shit, but I ended up getting a buffalo chicken sandwich that was like super hot. And then I had same diff as a salad. I'm saying that is incorrect. I thought I was going to (laughs) die. Yeah, but you think you eat lots of meals where at the end you think you're going to (laughs) die. It's like a once a week occurrence. Yeah, you're not wrong. Hey, you had a bunch of 90 degree outdoor rehearsals. Remember that time you tried to convince me to be in this show? Okay, but it would have been so much more fun for me if you were there. <laughs> I like how you only made it about you. It wasn't, it wasn't, it would have been so much more fun for us if we were doing it together. It would have been so much more fun no, for it, you. No, it wouldn't have been more fun for was, you. Yeah. You would yeah. have been miserable. And that's why I would have enjoyed it. Because I like watching you suffer. Hey, what director is working right now that I can just fuck with for a while? That's that was your end of the conversation that I was having before. What about you know having a person who doesn't question my authority and la 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 la? Oh, I get it. Yeah, see what I did there? Wow, it's the mirror image of what it. What a what a what a. That's not what that word is. Uh, what what's it? What's a callback? I was gonna say a reach around. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's it's both. It's the same. Yeah. Yep. 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 Let's see. Next week is good. Oh, I still have stuff to say. And next week. <laughs> It's going to be the news. Best day of the week. Tuesday, news day. And then Tuesday, following that. News day. Something. Obi-Wan? Maybe. It's not going to be done yet, right? No, it's not going to be done yet, though. It'll be damn close. But we'll see. Yeah. There'll, there'll be some, there's something. Is there something else coming out? Maybe there's something else coming out. Uh, wait. Jurassic Park? Jurassic World? I mean? uh, okay. Uh, all right. And by that reaction, I mean, yes, that's what we're doing no. now. Have you When's seen F10 the others? coming out? Oh, not soon enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, no. Fast X. That's what it is. It's Fast X. Isn't that Elon Musk's company? Fast X. I love when they do the thing where the poor name is going to be the same as the regular name. <laughs> no, it's Fast XXX. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, Vin Diesel in both. <laughs> anyway. But listen, we just spent a bunch of time talking about Stranger Things season four and then something is killing the children. If you listen to this and you were like, why the fuck are they talking about this stuff when they should be talking about this other thing that I know about? Send it over. If you got a suggestion for a reading assignment that you want us to read to talk about, send it over. You got a subject that you want us to discuss? Send it over. You're a creator. You made something. You made a podcast. You made, well, not a podcast. We do that. Don't send us those. You're our competition. Actually, I don't care. You do that. I was going to say, we've done a podcast like twice, I think. That's true. That's a fair point. You made a podcast. You made a comic. You made a movie or a pilot or something like that. You want us to take a look, put some eyes and ears on it? Send it over. Happy to do that. Like I said, next week, Newsday, Tuesday. Nope, that's not how we say that. Tuesday, Newsday. And then the following week, I don't even know what. So send out all those suggestions and we'll figure it out. That's it. There it is. There wasn't a thing. Now there's a thing, There's a Andrew. thing now. That was that was a simple way of making a thing. That's how easy it is. If you're listening to this while you're listening to us, go out and make a thing. I mean, we are at the end of our thing. So if you're listening to this and you haven't started making a thing, we won't be there for you to make the thing. But in spirit, we're supporting you. Go make a thing right now. Other than that... I'm sorry, am I interrupting whatever the fuck you're doing, Andrew? I was just about to show you a picture and ask you to guess who this actor is, because we have some some fresh news that by the time this goes live will be old news. Okay, let's do about it. About an actor who is pull, putting on some Colin Farrell, the Batman level prosthetics. Okay. Who is oh, this? Oh, I know what you're going to, that, I know exactly who that is. That is Bradley Cooper. My God. I know, right? As Leonard Bernstein? Bernstein, yes. Yeah, yeah, Leonard Bernstein. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right, fine. I'll match you. I'll match you another one. I'm going to show you a picture, and you're going to tell me who this actor is. Ready? That's your penis. Um, Hold on one second. That's your penis. You know who that is? (laughs) Do you recognize this actor? 
Do you need zip? another? I'm gonna put a zip yeah, sound effect. Do, do you in need another? Edit. Here, here's another picture of him. What do you think? Oh, he got married in that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This <laughs> he is wasn't married in the very, first picture. They're the it couple of Hollywood. These, okay, these two cool. right here. Cool. Yeah. Uh, real yeah. quick, they're uh, kissing. They're if kissing. I can figure out, hang on. They're kissing. See, <laughs> a little smooch for you on the red carpet. These two. Yeah, right there. How did I? This is them in their latest romance movie. I remember right how there. I did this. Oh, here we go. Oh, here's, oh they had a kid. Yeah, this is I do this every episode now. I'm doing the three birds. Yeah. This is the most amazing thing that I've ever learned. It is pretty impressive. I kind of want to do it in a show. I got to find a show to do this. in. You're in a show right now. Just figure out a way to do it. <laughs> I literally asked because it takes place in the 1800s. I asked if they used the middle finger then. And I was told no. They don't know what they're talking about. Did they dab? All right. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try and come see one performance and you must incorporate it. I'll dab. And even in the most subtle way. Can I dab? No, but I must. And in the most subtle way, you must incorporate the three birds and flip me the three birds during the performance. Okay, I will. I know when. If you if I know you're there. (laughs) You don't know which night I'm coming or I'm coming all the nights and you have to do it every single night. At a different part. I feel like I could get away with that. You probably could. You probably could. There are a couple scenes where I'm not playing the character I am. There's a couple scenes where I'm playing like... I don't care which character you No, no, you're that's playing. what I'm saying. There's a couple scenes where I'm in a big group of people playing an attendant. Right. While a scene is happening exactly. downstage. That would be perfectly acceptable. Yeah, that I is perfectly think, okay to do. I think I'm going to do that. But at some point, you better flip me the three birds. Do you know if you're going to come to one of the Saturday shows that have the full... Uh, oh, fuck. That's, those are the days that have the full... Yeah, I may not stay for the full, but I might be. I might come for. Oh, the that full. sucks. The second half is where my 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 uh, acting is. So you uh, might what just. What are you doing the first half? Are you just phoning it in? What are you talking about? No, there's about? just like it's a lot. Of, the first half is a lot of like I know my liege. I don't know why they're they're not fulfilling their obligations as a political party and blah 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 blah. blah. And then at the end is like fight scenes and screaming and and accusing the gods of nepotism and. You know, all that good stuff. Is that in the script or is that just something you decided to do? <laughs> that's what I do on my break. Yeah, that's the intermission. No, that's the that's the attendant that I play in the second half. I just ad lib a little bit. You could always see the first half the first Thursday and see the second half the second Friday or something. It's the, thir- the second Friday or something. I might like do that. that. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's it. There we go. That's done. I gotta take a shit. I do too. You wanna go together? Yeah, let's do it. You wanna hold hands? I'm trying to figure out how we would make that work. I'll, I don't. Shh. Sh- let me show you. Follow me. What? what? Is this a seed from. No, that's the end. That's it. I wanted to cut it off right there. <laughs> I was like, let's just. I wanted right to there. pinch it off right there. Oh, nicely done.